This is VA News. I'm Joe Ramsey. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to decide whether former President Donald Trump can be prosecuted on charges he interfered with the 2020 election. The court will hear arguments in April with a decision likely no later than the end of June. The justice's order Wednesday maintains a hold on preparations for a trial focused on Trump's efforts to overturn his election loss. Israel and Hamas indicate no deal is imminent after U.S. President Joe Biden signals a Gaza ceasefire could be close. AP correspondent Karen Chamas reports. A Hamas official played down any sense of progress, saying the group wouldn't soften its demands. The president's remarks came on the eve of the Michigan primary, where he faces pressure from the state's large Arab American population over his staunch support for Israel's offensive. State Department spokesperson Matthew Miller said. We're closer today than we were yesterday, but no, the I's haven't been crossed and the T's haven't been dotted. As I said, we don't have a deal. And we're trying to get one, and we're trying to push this over the finish line. The potential deal could see a six-week pause in fighting, in which Hamas would release dozens of Israeli hostages in exchange for hundreds of Palestinian prisoners. I'm Karen Chamas. Hamas is a U.S.-designated terrorist group. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky met on Wednesday with Serbia's president, as well as Bosnia's prime minister and Moldova's president in Albania. Zelensky arrived overnight to join a summit of 11 countries from southeastern Europe, along with officials from the European Union and other international organizations. It was the latest stop in an international tour that saw him in Saudi Arabia on Tuesday to, to push for a peace plan and the return of prisoners of war from Russia. This is VOA News. Yulia Navalnaya, the wife of late Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, is emerging as a new political force after she vowed to carry on her husband's fight for a quote-unquote free Russia. Reuters correspondent Ilan Rubens reports. Following her husband's death, Navalny has promised to continue his work urging Russians to share her rage against Putin. By killing Alexei, Putin killed half of me, half of my heart and half of my soul. But I still have the other half, and it tells me that I have no right to give up. She has met Western politicians, including U.S. President Joe Biden. Speaking to the European Parliament in Strasbourg, she urged EU politicians to investigate financial flows in the West linked to Putin and his allies. Currently living outside Russia, she would risk arrest if she returned, making the task ahead for Navalny's widow even more daunting. Reuters correspondent Elon Rubens. The United States on Wednesday pushed for the United Nations Security Council to take action to help end a nearly year-long conflict in Sudan between the Sudanese army and the paramilitary rapid support force. The United States says the warring parties have committed war crimes, and the RSF and allied militias have also committed crimes against humanity and ethnic cleansing. The UN says that nearly 25 million people, half of Sudan's population, need aid, and some 8 million have fled their homes and hunger is rising. West African nations are pushing for the construction of a major highway network connecting five countries from the Ivory Coast to Nigeria. The African Development Bank says the project will be an economic engine for all the countries involved. 
Sunanu Tord reports. The corridor is a transnational highway project aimed at connecting five West African countries, Ivory Coast through Ghana, Togo, Benin, and Nigeria. The ultimate objective, according to the Economic Community of West African States, or ECOWAS, is to provide jobs and create a fast-moving economic corridor between the nations. The project was initiated in 2013 by all five countries and has gone through a series of studies and evaluations to develop a six-lane highway design. It will connect the most economically viable cities, ports and airports in the sub-region. Sana Nutod, VOA News, Accra, Ghana. Ghana's parliament passed legislation on Wednesday that intensifies a crackdown on the rights of LGBTQ people and those promoting lesbian, gay, or other non-conventional sexual or gender identities in the West African country. I'm Joe Ramsey.